Welcome to Twink Wars. The podcast where my friend and I talk about the only thing I've watched on MTV since 1999. Love that for us. <laughs> um, I'm Rashad. I'm Heather. Today we're talking about episode 5 of season 1 called The Tell. It had a 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb ratings. And I realized I uh, kind of neglected in the last couple of episodes to talk about who wrote and directed each one. Oh. But Oops. this was written by Monica Macer and directed by Toby Wilkins. Okay. Well, sure. good. Props to them because I like this episode. I kind of found it kind of boring. That is okay. Well, we will get into <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, before we get started talking about the actual episode, I kind of want to talk about the name of the episode. The Tell. What does that mean? Okay. So I figured out, I was thinking about it while I was watching the episode. It's basically like um, when you're playing poker, and it's like the tell for when somebody's lying. Well, yeah, I mean, I know what, in general, a tell is. Yeah. But in relation to this episode, I don't know what it has to do. Well, it was all about them, like, being able to tell when somebody's lying to them. Because Derek does it, uh, Scott picks up on Allison's without even listening to her heart. Because of the eyebrow thing. I don't remember that at all. Oh, yeah, so there's, like, all sorts of, like, people lying things happening going on. All right, well, fair enough. Uh, I'll be honest, I watched this episode several days ago at this point, so you might have to steer this ship. That's That's how I feel about the heart monitor, so we will just take turns taking point on this episode, on these episodes. Um... I did the last summary, though. Do you want to summarize this? Um, Okay, I think I can do it. (laughs) Um, So I've been out for a while doing stuff and living life. (laughs) So we've been behind a bit. Um, I'm going to try and remember how to summarize this episode. Um, I'm going to challenge you. Okay. Try to summarize the entire episode in no more than two sentences. Like, really, like, bare bones. (laughs) The Alpha scares the shit out of Lydia and Jackson and steers up a big fuss. And while that's going on, everybody is trying to figure out who the Alpha is and what people are lying about. (laughs) Okay. Now, honestly, I'm trying to remember, is this the episode? Yeah, this is the episode with parent-teacher night. No, that... No? Wait, yeah. Okay. Wait. This is going to be our messiest episode yet, because I'm like, what happened in this? Um, yeah, because, okay, yeah, I'm scrolling through my notes. Because I have notes about uh, the various teenagers' parents and how good or bad they are at being parents. Yeah, it is, because Scott and Allison skip school. Right. Because it's her birthday. Right. Okay. Okay, so. I know that the the episode starts off with um, a video store clerk putting up deck, like a display of some kind. How how prevalent were video stores still in 2011? I mean, they were on their way out the door. Right. Um, But there was definitely still, like, we, I know for a fact, we still had movie stars back then yeah but Um, that was about it and it was like not doing so hot 
Okay, I just I just googled when did Netflix start, and it was 1997. So okay. Netflix had been around for a while. Yeah, but how long was it just doing DVDs before it started doing streaming? Uh, Googling some more. Hold, please. <laughs> okay, so in 2007, they started doing streaming. Yeah, about four to five years before they, like, murdered video stores yeah. viciously. Yeah, so this is probably right. the only video store in Beacon Hills. Oh, for sure. I, okay, so Lydia and Jackson are in the car and they're arguing because Jackson wants to watch Hoosiers. Which I do not believe that he's ever watched that movie. I don't know if it's a sports. He likes sports. It's a sports he does. movie. I know. I feel like it's just one of those things where I feel like the show wrote him to have seen this movie and like <laughs> this movie. But I just do not read Jackson as a Hoosiers kind of guy. Well, I don't see Lydia as a notebook kind of girl either. No, I don't either. I feel like they should both be the types of people that want to watch these movies, but the characters themselves would never watch either of these movies. Maybe that's just still more than performing. I guess so. They think. They're, they're fighting over it, though. Their whole relationship is fabricated, <laughs> basically. It's exhausting to watch. It is. Just, and I, I'm sure that it's supposed to, they're trying to be funny, like, oh, Lydia's got Jackson whipped or whatever. I'm like, no, no. this is not cute. This is not how a relationship yeah. should be. Not at all. And I did notice that, like, Lydia was taking selfies on her phone, but she had one of those, like, sidekick phones, Mm -hmm. and she had the, like, slider up, and it was sideways. So I was like, why is she taking selfies in, like, texting mode? I don't know. I don't have, I don't have a good enough memory of how those phones worked to have an opinion. Me either. I had one, but I don't remember. I would never use mine that way. I don't even, I mean, I didn't, I'm still not big on taking selfies, but... Back in 2011, did people even, I mean, obviously, they thought it was a thing if Lydia was doing it. Oh, yeah, everybody definitely was taking selfies back then, but just the way that she had her phone was, like, bugging me. I did not like it. It did not sit well with my spirit. Plus, it was dark out, and she was sitting in her car. Like, what are you going to do with those selfies? Yeah, and she didn't have, like, the backlight or anything. The quality was terrible. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So then uh, Jackson goes in to pick out the movie and walks in on the Alpha... Um, attacking the store clerk. Right. And I made a note that when he hid, I love the movie that is behind his head when he's hiding. Um, Let the right one in. Yes, that's the one. (laughs) I love that movie. I've read the book. Oh, I didn't even know it was a book. Yeah, it's a really cool Swedish book. I've seen both versions of the movie. So have I. Do you like... How do you feel about either of them? I think the Swedish version is better. Same. But I still didn't really care. That's fair. It's one of the, it's one of those movies you watch and you're like, okay, I see the artistic merit of this. Yeah. But it's not my thing. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. And then um, from there, the so, alpha yeah. knocks over the movie rack onto Jackson. Yeah. And I guess it's just sniffing him out. And it looks at the little claw marks that Derek left in his... In the back of his neck. And that somehow makes him leave? Yeah, I don't know if... I guess it means he was marked. Like like Derek inadvertently claimed Jackson? <laughs> I guess, or something. 
And I guess the not that that would matter to the Alpha, because the Alpha is yeah. really not pressed about Derek, as far as I can tell. No. So, I don't really know what was going... They re- I don't think they knew what they were doing no. with this whole neck scar thing. No, I... Every Jackson. time they have a scene with him regarding these claws, I try to remember, does this get clarified in any way, at any point? And I'm pretty sure the answer to that is no. No, because <laughs> something's going to happen later that just kind of, like, makes the whole claw thing a moot point. I get, yeah. I don't. Um, if anything was even going to come of it. But it was just weird. And I, it's like the only time they ever do anything like this either. Yeah, and I was like, are, are, is there some reason why it's not healing properly? Right. I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I like they they were just like, something. we're going to do something with the claw thing, and then they yeah. just don't. Yeah, it's like, Derek just needs to clean underneath his nose. That's really <laughs> all there is to that. He just had a bad infection. Yeah. A good round of antibiotics will clear that up. Um, um, so then... Uh, we cut to uh, Styles and his dad are in the mm-hmm. car. And Styles is trying to watch his diet. Because he wants... The sheriff wants to eat curly fries. And Styles says he's not supposed to have them. I missed that part. Yeah. I just focused in on... He gets a call and he's like, I'm going to take my son to an active murder case. Mm-hmm. And Styles like always. is so excited. And I was like, no wonder this child has no regard for his authority. Yeah. Like, you literally drove him to the scene. And I don't know if this is regular for them, where, like, something happens and he's like, well, I've already got Styles with me, so I might as well bring him along. Or if he's just finally given up on trying to keep Styles away from this stuff. Maybe a little bit of both. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's just over time he's decided, yeah, what the hell, might as well. Yeah, and I guess since it's a murder, he's like, it's just easier. He's going to end up here anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, there we go. Um, Jackson is a big douchebag to the sheriff, which yeah. is unacceptable. Um, yeah, I don't really have any much else to say about that scene, other than Jackson really wants to leave. My only other comment was that uh, I questioned why Derek and Scott were posted up like Batman and Robin on the roof of the video store. Oh, yeah, I was going to get to that after that, but yeah, they're right up, they're just, if you just tilted your head up just slightly yeah you'd, you'd just see, see them. them right there not yeah. even trying to hide a little bit it's a one-story building mm-hmm. the it's angle made it look like they were way higher up but they weren't yeah even i mean they do a tilt up or whatever mm-hmm. but barely yeah <laughs> it's like really if you just kind of move your head just a few inches up there they're up there but they you are, know right there. i'm sure what happened was somebody looked and it's like Oh, it's that guy that's always standing around brooding all of the time, and it's that guy that's always following the sheriff's kid around. And it was like, I mean, I'm used to them being down here, but whatever. whatever. Sure, they can be on the roof. They're not hurting there. anybody. Um, and then, so Derek, they have a little conversation about the alpha killing the clerk, and Scott's like, is that, you know, is that how werewolves usually behave or whatever? Yeah. And Derek says, we're predators, we don't have to be killers. Yeah. What is the difference? What is the, what, the semantic difference between being a predator and a killer? I guess it's like murder edging, where they just like to hunt things, but they don't have to kill them. Okay. Like, just lurk and stuff. Yeah, like what Derek there. does. He's like, I just brood mm. constantly, and I get to be an asshole. And I think I'm being mysterious when really I'm just being problematic. Okay. So, that I feel like in the next couple of episodes... We get a lot of insight into Derek, Derek's uh, point of view yeah. on things. 
it's stupid, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh, okay, so this is how he sees the world. Yeah. Interesting. Derek is so dumb. Uh-huh. He needs therapy. therapy so so therapy. I have a comment later about, I think it's in the next episode, but we'll see. We'll, we'll talk about how Derek needs therapy. So much therapy. Um, then there's like a big symbol on this, the roof. That oh yeah, the they, spiral. Did they not notice it? Did Scott and Derek not see it? I don't think so because from where they're standing, they wouldn't. They probably wouldn't have noticed it, because, well, one it's like nighttime, and the way that the pattern is, we only see it because we have that aerial view. I don't think they would have noticed it. All right, written in blood, I guess it looked reddish. It did look reddish. That's a lot of blood. I still don't think. I don't know. I or I mean, I don't know. It was big. I don't know. They miss a lot of shit. Anyway, so actually, if it was written in blood, Derek definitely would have. They would. They would have smelled it. it. So yeah, it. So I don't know paint. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Um. I have. So then we jump to like Allison, right? That's next scene. Allison and Kate. I think there's more. There must be more with Derek and Scott because my notes. I'm sorry, guys. This is gonna be a mess. <laughs> my yeah. notes now say. Has Derek tried to teach him anything, or does he just tell him how much danger he's in constantly? He just, t- for now, he just tells him how much danger he's in. He starts training him next episode. And I have more to say about that as well, next episode. Yeah, uh, you and me both. Uh, and then he also tells Scott that pain keeps you human. Which is, of course, of mm-hmm. course that's what Derek would think. I have <laughs> to be miserable in order to stay human. Yeah. Derek, No. Well, no. <laughs> I think he's more focused on the physical pain than emotional, but still, yeah. But he's also probably more focused on physical pain because if he's feeling physical pain, he's distracted. Oh, he's definitely a cutter. <laughs> Derek is definitely a cutter. Ugh. We are just, we are, I did not think that we would be analyzing Derek this much, but I feel like every single episode we are like psychoanalyzing <laughs> Derek so much. Well, he's so fucking weird. Uh, I forgot how much time he spends in this fucking house. Yeah. Like, we'll get into it as we progress, but still. He spends so much time in that house. And it's not healthy. It's not healthy. What does he eat? I don't know. Where does he sleep? Does he sleep on the floor in the burnt down house? Uh, He probably sleeps on that fucking couch that doesn't have any cushions on it. Oh, God. Like, I don't know. Or maybe he sleeps in his car. (laughs) The one nice thing that he has. Which... He bought a. I mean, I, I mean, I guess he could have stolen the car. But he was like, "What if? What if he can't like afford another place because all of his, <laughs> his all of his family's money is like tied up in like insurance claims because it was a fire and they're trying to prove that it wasn't started oh, by his family." No, that can take a while. <laughs> like arson, red tape is why he has to live in this shithole for six years. Yeah, he's living out of his car. Get a job. <laughs> You're an adult. How's he gonna brood? He, what if he did? What if he did have jobs and they kept firing him because all he wanted to do was brood? Uh, he could get like a overnight. He could be a security guard. Yeah. He could work security at shows. He could be a bouncer. Yeah. Or he could just be like a night watchman somewhere. He could be all by himself. He gets to lurk. In and the he gets dark. to brood all the time. All the brooding. Night. Get paid. Talk to anyone. We, he just needed us in his life to he, fix yeah. his life and we get his shit together. Just sorted it out day one. Um, so then we go to the Allison scene. Yeah, and... And The first note, not related to anything, but I did make this note, and I think we've probably had this conversation in the past. Mm -hmm. 
How does Allison have dark brown hair and dark brown eyes when her parents have red hair and blondish hair and blue eyes each? That is not how genetics work. I think the recessive traits just really popped off in Allison. You can't have recessive brown hair. Oh, true. That's a dominant trait. You're right. So Chris and Victoria... Oh, but what if, his, what if her mom just dyes her hair? That wouldn't explain her brown eyes. They both have blue eyes. Mm. Which means they both have two blue eye genes. No brown mm. eyes. <laughs> Brown-eyed parents could have a blue-eyed child, but blue-eyed parents cannot have a brown-eyed child. Alright, I forgot all about that. It's been <laughs> a hot minute since I was in biology class and learned all of that. Fuck if I know. That's like the least of our worries with shit that doesn't make sense on the show. I know, but then it makes me start thinking up like headcanons. Like, but I mean, adopted. she has to be adopted or... like Didn't she? I bet she is adopted and that's just like one more lie that they've been telling yeah. to this poor girl. And they just never get around to telling her. We, there's just too much else going on. We'll, yeah, we they, don't have time to get into that. They probably don't even remember that she's adopted. <laughs> they lie to her so much. It just feels real now. Yeah. Um, and then I have a note here that, so what, so Kate gives her the fam, that family crest necklace. Yeah. Which is hideous. It is. And she's like, <laughs> I love it. And I was like, do you though? It's she does because she has terrible taste in clothing. Yep. She does love awful things. Oh, wow. She's such a sweet girl. Um, <laughs> I did forget that there was a time when I liked Kate. Like, I know she's a crazy bitch, but I like crazy <laughs> bitches. And there's, uh, there's like Catherine crazy bitch, which is fun. Yeah, well, Catherine had, like, a purpose, and she wasn't crazy just for the sake of being crazy. She would be... There was always a reason for why Catherine behaved the way that she did. And this she is Catherine be, from the Vampire Diaries. Yes. Um, you guys don't know this, but Heather <laughs> does. That's my favorite character from the Vampire Diaries. Um, like, she always had a reason. Kate has reasons. But, like... They're bad. Catherine's were always personal, and it's like, if she was doing something really out of pocket and petty, it was because she felt wronged and she needed to get back at somebody, or she was just, like, doing what she wanted. Kate is just like, I love chaos. She's just a psychopath. She is. She's just crazy for the sake of being crazy. A sadistic psychopath. Yeah, which is probably why I like her so much. <laughs> In the beginning, I'm like, you're just a fucking crazy bitch. But she's so good to Allison. Yeah. In the beginning, anyway. But she just sees Allison as a tool, like a potential ally. Yeah. I'm gonna mold her into a little mini. I'm gonna make you into a crazy bitch just like me. Yeah. Alright. Um, so then we go to school. school and Allison opens her locker and there's a bunch of balloons in there and does it say those are from Lydia? No, but she figures it out. Okay. She, they or maybe it did say that it was from Lydia, but we knew regardless it's from Lydia. Because I was gonna say who else would have gotten her balloons? Who would it, yeah. who does she know anyone else? No. <laughs> If she does, like, Lydia doesn't let them get an opportunity to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, so she's turning 17. I was like, so when she was being weird about her birthday, I was like, how many birthdays has she had? What grade are they even in? Are they uh, hold sophomores? On. Yes, I think so. I'm trying to, because they do, like, I feel like every season is a different semester, and there's six mm-hmm. seasons. Which means there's sophomore, junior, senior year. If I'm adding that up correctly. I think that makes sense. Maybe. I don't know. I think they're sophomores, though. I feel like every high school show starts in sophomore year for whatever reason. I think freshman year is just too long in case they get canceled. (laughs) 
So you can always wrap up the show by graduation. But then if you make it to graduation, that's when you really struggle. It's like, yeah. are we going to send them to college or no, are we just going to have yeah. them not do that? Or, I, or it could just be that for, for whatever reason, everybody thinks, well, 16 is the cool age. It's true because, well, they, can drop they all have to be at least 16 because it helps them be more mobile. And so, wait a minute. If they're all 16 and they're capable of driving, and she's turning 17, why is that even a big deal? Well, apparently, I guess the big deal is that she's a year older than everyone else. That's not... So people always have these theories about why she got held back. That seems really flimsy, because, like, I started school at four, yeah, so I was, I was always younger too. than everybody, and I never thought it was weird... But I was trying, because, so we have to first, we would first have to figure out what month it is, and then you have to do the math of figuring out, like, what is the oldest you can be, what, like, when your birthday could be to be the oldest kid in your class, and I can't figure out any of that in my head. Like, I tried, and I got frustrated and stopped. Okay, well, let's, like, (laughs) stop anyway, because we're wasting too much time trying to do math on Allison's age, but it was, like, a whole, I was, like, I don't know, I just didn't. I think they were making a bigger deal out of it than it really was. Yeah, I don't know why. And it's the only time this is ever mentioned. Yeah. So, it's like, important for one scene, and never again. Yeah. I guess, sure, why not? I don't know. But, Scott, she like she appreciates the fact that Scott understands that she moves around so much that she had to repeat a year. Yes. From missing out on classes and whatnot, and other people in the past have thought, oh, why did you miss a year? Did you, did you have, have a baby? baby? Did you flunk? Well, which technically, yes, right? I don't think so. It's you. like truancy, kind of. You just like did have it. to show up for so many days, otherwise you can't right. technically have been considered going to school. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I guess so. Um, um, and then he's like, let's skip class, or let's skip school for your birthday. And mm-hmm. my first thought was, sir, just last week we found out you're failing everything. You do not need to be skipping classes. Nope. And they never study when they get together. They just make out all the time. So, I don't know. I don't know if you guys could hear that, but I had to pour myself some more wine. It happens. <laughs> we brought the bottle to the table this time. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> it's necessary, especially with these two episodes where both of us, we're going to film another episode record another episode (laughs) after this and um you know we just you liked this one more and she likes the the next next one one better so this one i felt like was kind of meh and that's how i felt about the next one so it's fine it balanced out yeah um so then we cut to chemistry class is it the chemistry teacher that's the asshole yeah it is i'm sure i know that they say what his name is and i just don't ever remember I didn't remember. I don't like that dude, so I didn't bother remembering Harrison? his name. Harrison? Mr. Harrison? Mr. Harris? I don't know. Mr. Jackass. I don't sure. like him. I do not like that dude. So he's being a jerk, as usual. But for some reason, so Jackson shows up late and he looks like shit. And for some reason, the teacher is very nice to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just like kindred asshole spirits. I guess he, so. He sees a, a mutual asshole in there. And he's like, Jackson. I remember why I was an asshole. And I know why this kid's an asshole. So I guess that must be... Also, I made a note that Danny is Jackson's best friend. Do better, baby. I know. That's so sad. Danny is so sweet. He can do so much better than Jackson. They have to be childhood best friends, and... Danny just, knows his secret. He That's feels it. loyal to him. But, yeah. I, ugh, 
He can do so much better. I hope he has other friends. I hope so, he too. He's so personal. He's so nice. We keep saying that, though, although, in like, so far, we haven't seen that much of it. Yeah, and I don't... <laughs> we, even later on, we don't really get to see a whole lot of him. He's just... Everything that we know about him is nice. Until I see something, otherwise, Danny is a sweet angel, baby. Yeah, we've just decided. <laughs> I don't know. But this is... Okay, so at this point, this is when Styles starts asking... Well, he'll, he's bothering Danny, saying, hey, can I ask you a question? And Danny says, no, and he says, I'm going to ask you anyway. And then... He asks if Lydia was in class. Yeah. If Jackson said anything about what they saw last night. Right. And then, and then if Danny finds him attractive. How long does this do gay guys find me attractive thing go on? I think... Go ahead. Well, I think this is the only two jokes they do about it. Like, specifically like this. Yeah, okay. But this is, you know, definitely check number two under the column of uh, Styles is bisexual. Okay. And possibly has a crush on Danny. Which, I can't blame him. He's really sweet. Mm-hmm. And he's not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so, those are two things. Um, I also said it's, or made a note that it's nice to see Jackson humbled. I'm actually starting to feel bad for him at this point. I'm still not. Which is good. Because <laughs> normally I'm the one that's like, fuck Jackson. And I do enjoy watching him suffer. But I'm like, you know what? You're... It's because I watched that Bros movie and I can't stand Billy Eichner. But I've decided that even though I don't like him, I like, or that character that he played, I like watching like a piece of shit find love. Because I love love more than I love, more than I hate him. So I think that's, like, bleeding over into this whole Jackson thing where I'm like, you're a piece of shit, and I'd like to see you suffer, but now you're, like, suffering too much. Mm. Like, there's a fine line of suffering that I like. I don't know what it, I, I don't know. I just, like, we've had this conversation about Alicent from House yeah. of the Dragon, who, I mean, I understand why people hate her, but I also still don't, just because I feel bad for her. I think her life is such shit that I kind of get why she is the way she is. But Jackson, I don't care. See, and I'm like the opposite with her. (laughs) Well, also, I'm still saying, like, I still hate Jackson. Yeah. I just like, like, oh. I don't, I, mm, no. I I recognize that he's going through some shit, but I don't care. (laughs) It doesn't, I just, I have no empathy for him. That's fair. I'm not empathizing. I'm just like, I'm pitying him. Mm. I do pity the boy at this particular juncture, especially as it like as the episode goes on and they start talking about him. Listening to other people talk about him, yeah, make me feel made me feel more like oh. But it's like every time they point out how bad he has it, immediately he's a dickhead again. It's true. So it's like, even if I for a second was like, oh man, he's got it really bad, all of a sudden, he just erases all of it. And like I said, when I first started talking about why I can't stand him, it all boils back down to that just because, like, your life isn't going the way that you wanted it to, or like, it's shitty or whatever, does not mean you get to make it everybody else's problem, which is his problem. Mm -hmm. And that is why I will always hate him. Yep. But right now, I'm just like, oh... Poor guy. Eat shit, but poor guy. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is the scene in the locker room where he... Is this where he sees, like, the red lights and it looks like the... Um, he thinks it's the alpha eyes, but then it turns out to be the guy's headphones. Um... I didn't really make a note of that, but I'm pretty sure that's what's happening. He's, like, in a towel and when you look 
the get to see the claw marks on his neck again. I can't remember where this because I know I made notes about that crazy scene that may or may not be in this episode because I'm not seeing it. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh. this is a scene. So Jackson is in the locker room. He thinks he sees the alpha eyes. Okay, Turns yeah. Turns out to be some kid's headphones. And then he's just in the locker room, in his towel. I made a note that he needed to get stitches on these claw marks. Uh-huh. It doesn't look like he did. He's just letting them fester. Yeah, which is gross. Um, and then... Typical day for Derek, he's just threatening random teenagers in the locker room. Half-naked mm-hmm. teenagers. Yeah. Um, and you have, and I have to wonder at this point, like, who does Jackson think this guy is? Like, I know he thought that, <laughs> he thought that Derek was Scott's drug, drug dealer. dealer. Yeah. But what is that, why would he be in the locker room threatening him at this point, if that was the case? Maybe he thought he was going to talk... About what he saw. I think, okay. I mean, we know why Derek is there. I'm just trying to get my, from Jackson's perspective, what is he thinking? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is probably just, what the fuck? I don't think he probably has any explanation for why Derek is being like this. I don't think I would. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> just some str- random stranger threatened me again. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. If I was Jackson, I would just leave these people alone, but he seems hell-bent on getting all up in their business. Yeah, I mean, look how much you've suffered so far. Yeah. Dealing with this. How are you... What does he think he's going to get out of it? And, like, clearly there's some connection between them and the weird shit that just happened to him last night with Lydia, where he almost got mauled by some giant beast. But he mostly... He doesn't even really try to figure it out. At this point, he just kind of glares at people and yeah. like, I don't know, suffers. <laughs> He's just suffering now. Yeah, and it's like, it's just weird. Ah, yeah, who knows. Um, and then we go to Lydia's, Lydia's house. house. And I think we need to have, I think we need to review Lydia's mother's parenting skills. Um, yeah, well, I, <laughs> our, you mean Tyler Lockwood's mom? Yes. Another Vampire Diaries <laughs> reference. Um, there's a werewolf on that show named Tyler Lockwood, and she also plays his mother. Also, Linda and Ashby's wife. In real life. In real life. I keep, I always forget that. Yep. Okay, so, so let's just set the scene here. Lydia has been traumatized for whatever. Some, whatever. Her mother gives her some kind of drug. Mm-hmm. Like a... Valium or a Xanax, I don't know, something. Um, but it's yeah, just too much of it because Lydia's out of it. Yeah. So first, just like right off the bat, like, I don't know if I agree with that parenting choice. Well, I was going to question all of this stuff, but I remember everything specifically regarding Lydia later on in the show. So all of this tracks. I'm not sure if I... So think about where she's going to end up at one point. Um, her grandmother, yeah, all of this stuff. So her mom is like trying to get ahead of this. But like, is this the best way to do that? Just drug her? I think that's the only thing that her mom knows how to do, knows to do. And like, I just, that's how I feel about it. Cause like, well, it's very clear from the like parent teacher conference that her parents don't know what the fuck they're doing. True. They don't know how to deal with her and they have a completely different perception of her from like, apparently she's way different at home than she is around yeah. everybody else. 
and we don't even get to see how she is at home. We yeah. only see the facade that she puts up, which now that we're breaking it down, that makes her strange ass behavior. Make, oh my god, is Lydia finally starting to make sense to me? Maybe to because you, not to me. <laughs> I mean, like she still behaves really weird, but I think that's because she's trying to put on this front that she is a normal person outside of her home. And maybe that's why all this weird shit that she does that doesn't make sense to us is her trying to make sense of it and, like, trying to keep up appearances when, in reality, she's, like, having to deal with, like, her big secret that she doesn't even realize what it is yet. And I mean, that could all be true. I just feel like they never... Well, I'm trying to make that. sense of it. I'm trying to make it right. better. But it's just like it's all completely speculation because we don't yeah. see any of the her no we don't home self like I don't think we ever see any part of the her house besides her bedroom no we don't hardly ever have any interactions between her and her mom I don't think we ever see her dad again after no. this scene Mm-mm. not that I can remember they just never get into it so if they were trying to set up this like she's kind of like out of control like emotional problems at home kind of thing they don't ever talk about it again. Yeah, so... <laughs> so it doesn't... And we, and I guess we don't even know if that's just their perception of her or how she actually is at home. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. Uh, but, I mean, if if her mom thinks she's a mess, she's still... I still don't think doping her up on mood stabilizers. I don't think it's a good thing. <laughs> I just think that that's how she parents. Right. Not well. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just the first thing. Second thing is... Her daughter just doped out of her mind. Yeah, in like a nighty. In a nighty. Yeah. This strange boy shows up at the house. No idea who this kid is. And she's just like, sure, go on in. Yeah. Just and spend- just leaves. Doesn't question yeah. anything. Just- she's like, what's the styles? Yeah, just spend, do whatever you'd like. You yeah. guys have fun. I, like, I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm going to leave this strange boy alone with my completely daughter. incapacitated My roofie daughter. daughter. What are you doing, Miss Martin? <laughs> like, I, uh. she's like, look, I gotta be in Mystic Falls in like two hours. I don't have time to deal with this kid. And it's just, uh, I feel like it's another thing that the show doesn't. It's almost like the show doesn't realize how bad that is. Well, I will say, I think that the reason that we both feel so differently about this episode and the next one is, I really feel like the show is just treading the water. Yeah. These these two episodes in particular. They have a lot of ideas, and they're, like, throwing things and seeing what sticks. But I've really just felt like this episode and the next one, they were just kind of recycling, like, things. Well, and we'll talk about it, but I felt like the next episode was more proactive. More, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. We'll tap into that in the next one. Yeah, but I, yeah, so I just don't, I don't think the show even realizes that the, like, I don't think they're trying to show Lydia's mom is bad at being a mom. Like, I don't think that they even consider how bad. Oh, yeah, is. no, that's just how she parents is, like, she yeah. throws pills at the problem. Yeah, and then lets strange boys be alone with her incapacitated daughter. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. No worries. I mean, mm-hmm. we know it's Styles, but she doesn't know this kid. And then, uh, I did think that the Styles and Lydia moment is really cute. Yeah. For, like, five seconds. It had, like, a five-second moment of cuteness. And then it was over. <laughs> Which part was the cuteness? I can't remember. I just <laughs> had, I just made a note about it being cute and then it being over. Hmm. It's awkward. It's weird. 
Yeah. They were just, like, laughing and talking, and it was just nice to see them, like, interacting with one another. But she didn't even know who he was. She's so out of it. She thought he was Jackson. It's true. But she was still being released. I liked it until it wasn't (laughs) cute anymore. Yeah. Um... And then she gets that text message. Did we find out who the text message came from? Uh, was it Allison checking in on her? No, it was the video of the alpha. Well, that yeah, that was weird. I feel like he... So she got a text, and Styles picked up her phone, and was kind of like, you got a text, but I don't know how to work your phone. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, we're supposed to think he accidentally opened up this picture file instead of answering the text or something. That's what oh. I Oh! Oh, okay. I, that's what I think was... I don't know. Not that, I mean... Why that's is, what happened. Okay, now that makes so her? much more sense to me. Because I was like, who is texting her the video of the Alpha Wolf? Yeah, I don't think so. I okay. think Allison was texting her just to say... How are you? Are how you are okay? you? Thanks for the balloons. <sighs> I'm glad you're here to explain that to me. Because <laughs> I was so confused. I'm like, why is somebody sending her footage of the Alpha Werewolf? Right. This makes so much more sense. Okay. I, so what was the tongue twister that Styles tried to get her to say? I saw Susie sitting in a selling shop. Yeah, I saw. Either way, it causes her to have like a complete meltdown. I don't know he, how he said it, and he's not, you know, yeah. on drugs. Um. Let's see here. Oh, that and the other thing. So in that scene. She's like, no, stay. And he seems like all excited about it. Mm-hmm. And then he's all upset when she calls him Jackson. But I hope he wasn't going to go for it if she hadn't said Jackson. Because uh, huh. they're really good about consenting other times. I think he would have stayed. I don't think that he would have done anything bad. I think he would have just stayed and hung out with her and maybe like cuddled and took mm-hmm. a nap or something. I don't. I hope so. I know he would. I've. <laughs> Styles would not do that. He's not that boy. I know um, that in my heart, but do the writers know that in this moment? They do. <laughs> I really do. I trust them that much. Okay. Um. So then we cut to Derek working out. We get shirtless boy alert. <laughs> yeah, shirtless scene number two for this episode. I completely disregarded Jackson's. I didn't even... He doesn't even pick up on my radar. I do not think about Jackson at all. No. So... But he was shirtless, so... And I made a note, it bugs me to no end that Derek is still living here. I'll never, like, get tired of hating on this house and him still being here. And, I mean, this workout montage is completely gratuitous. (laughs) It is! This is why I wanted to name this podcast Twink Wars. Yeah. Because it's just, like, shirtless boys for no reason. Although I don't think Derek would qualify as a twink. He's not. He's like a twunk. Yeah. Baby Derek is a twink. God, baby Derek is like the alpha twink. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. Um. But yeah, and then, um, and here's the other thing that pisses me off about Derek living here. Like, first off, it's a complete fucking dump, so that's like already strike one, two, and three for me. But he is constantly being harassed here. Mm-hmm. Everybody jumps him here. Yep. Like, I don't think he's had a single positive experience in this house since it burnt down. Nope. So why would you want to keep coming back to this place? Because it, he doesn't want to be happy. It's true. He wallows. 
He does. But damn, can't you wallow somewhere nicer? No. He's got to suffer. He's got to punish himself. And when he's not punishing himself, he's waiting for somebody to come and punish him, like now. Right. Derek is the angel of Teen Wolf. He is, but there's no Buffy. No. There's just him and his sadness. Yes. And then let's see here. Uh, so Kate shows up with Chris Argent's funky friends. I did make a note that one of the henchmen's hair was like three feet high. Yeah. <laughs> that was an interesting one. The higher the hair, the closer to God. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't think these people are very close to God. And uh, and I said, and here's bitch mode Kate. Yep. She's just being real hateful, talking shit about Derry's dead family. And talking about uh, the henchmen's... The, what, the henchman made some joke about was he in the backyard burying a bone or something. And she like says it's, it's, if you're going to make dog jokes, you got to do better than that. Which she was right. Yeah. But then she's like, she goes straight for the jugular. Mm, yeah. Uh, she definitely knows how to hurt people. <laughs> she does. <laughs> With words and, you know, guns. She's a good villain. Yeah. Kay is a really good villain. I give her that. The, thing, the funniest thing to me is that the only time place I've seen this actress is here. Where she's playing this horrible psychopathic murderer mm-hmm. and hosting Wipeout. <laughs> I can't remember what else I've seen her on. This I is the only thing that yeah. stands out to I me. I don't know what else she's done. Um, so then I have here that this is two episodes in a row where Styles is trying to get in touch with Scott, but Scott is ignoring him for Allison. And then I was like, did Styles take her phone or did he send himself the video and they have the same phone? But then I saw he had two phones on his desk, so he took her phone too. Yeah. Why? Yeah, and it's like, she's not going to ask for that, or like... Yeah. And all he did was take it so that he could delete it at his house. Like, just delete the photo. Yeah. There, and leave her phone. Right. I... What? (laughs) Did he think... Was he trying... I guess he was, like, trying to debate with himself whether he should delete it or not. But he should have made that decision before he took... Without taking her phone. Right. So is he going to try to figure out a way to give it back to her, or is he just... It doesn't matter. This is one of those things that's just never going to yeah. come up again, and she's going to be fine. They really don't give a fuck about phones these, like, <laughs> next two episodes. Mm-hmm. Some weird shit happens with phones in this episode. I'm, I really feel like these two episodes in particular, something weird was going on in the writer's room. Like, they just did not care when they did these two episodes. They needed to uh, get as many different brands of phone as possible for I guess. product placement. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> and then, so, um, also, we had partial wolf face from Derek when he was fighting Kate. He ju- just his mouth. Oh, he just yeah. had the and he just kept doing like, like little tiny, not quite growls. Like yeah. Rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> and Kate was just like taser. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's so she torch. Oh God, she says so many gross things. Yeah, she's like, I don't know if I should kill it or lick it. That's just ugh. I'm like, you're a nasty bitch, Kate. <laughs> yeah. God. Um, yeah. Um, so among all the other horrible things she says, she tells Derek that the hunters were not the ones who killed his sister Laura. Which, they acted like this is some big reveal, but we knew the Alpha killed Derek's sister already because they originally arrested him for it and let him go because it was determined to be an animal attack. Yeah. I, yeah. So, I specifically remembered <laughs> that whole plot point earlier. So True. I was just like, I get that she doesn't know about all of this stuff, 
But Derek does, so I guess he's just playing it off so that he doesn't let her know that he already knew that, and I guess that's why he's not that pissed off. Maybe he's playing her in this moment. I have no idea. I don't know, but it was dumb. I get why Kate thinks that she's being all, like, malicious and stuff and, like, dropping some big bomb on him. But, I mean, Derek doesn't give us a lot to work off of. If I I remember, he seemed surprised by that information. At least that was my interpretation of it. But we already knew... Yeah. <laughs> he already knew that she was killed by the Alpha. Maybe he was just trying to ignore that information and just tell himself that the Hunters did it. Because that would make But he wasn't better. even going after the Hunters. They came I to bother him. No. There's no explanation. This was for just it. when the show was, like, not at its best. Uh, yeah. So. No, but not at its worst. No, definitely <laughs> not. Um, okay, so we go to Deaton's office, to the vet clinic. And they do this. They do this thing where Deaton is standing and facing one way, and mm. the sheriff is behind him, and in, like walks in behind him. And Deaton knows that he's there, without or knows it's him without turning around. And I feel like for a split second they want us to be like, "Oh, how did he know that?" Mm-hmm. But then immediately they show that he, he could see his reflection. Yeah. And I think, but I feel like they intentionally like they're trying to tell us that make, Deaton is special without telling us Deaton is special. Right or suspicious. Um, um, before that happened, did, did, uh, Derek escape? Oh, yeah. Okay, because I was just like, Kate with the surprise Uzi. She was just <laughs> talking to him, and then she turns around and, like, tries to blast him. <laughs> yeah. She's insane. She is. Um. And then I was like, Derek has got to stop hanging out at that house. Yeah. But I just, he can't. He, and then... He wants people to attack him there. I guess. I guess. So. And then I go, they spent all day in the woods. That was the other thing. So Scott and Allison have been in the woods this entire yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. Just hanging out. I was like, that's cute. But they spent the entire day there. Yes. That's like eight hours? Or no. More, 12 hours? No, I don't care how cute of a date I am on with somebody. I'm not spending more than like three hours tops in the woods. And that's a full-blown hike. Right. Like, up and back, and, like, we stop and, like, maybe have a picnic, or we just, like, vibe or something. But not all day. Yeah. Not they all just day. Are, they're just literally just wandering around the woods. And I know the way that Scott runs those woods, they should be in and out of that bitch in 30 minutes or less. <laughs> they ha- they're just doing a circle. They're just walking around in a circle. I guess, and, and just, like, one patch of woods. Loving on each other. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that would have been cute for one scene. The more we talk about this episode, the lower it goes <laughs> in my head Um, So the sheriff shows Deaton the, what, security camera footage? Yeah, he's got three pictures. And it's like, you know, big beastie thing, and then yeah. obviously the silhouette of a man. Yes. Obviously. And, and he's like, could that be a mountain lion? No. No, no. it could not. Obviously no. <laughs> And I don't think you need to ask a veterinarian for his opinion on that. Yeah, which is so... I was like, it's time to talk to, like, a professional, somebody that's qualified. Like, sure, this was fine when we thought it was a mountain lion, but it's clearly not a mountain lion. And Deaton is being cagey for some reason. Yeah. So you need to start asking, like, outsource. Yeah. You're a cop. And Call I the FBI. Do something. I just don't feel like a veterinarian is necessarily the best uh-uh. authority figure when it comes to like mountain lions and wolf behavior absolutely not 
think that's like a specialty. Like, but we've also established that the sheriff is not very good at his job. He does his best, yeah. but he is not very good at it. A poor guy. Um, um, so then, yeah, I have a note here that said they just wandered around the woods for 12 hours. Basically. I also said, fuck Scott's teacher. I've hated him from jump, but now I extra hate him. The chemistry teacher guy? Yeah. Yeah. Because he came at Melissa for like mm-hmm. that whole strong male presence. I was like, if you don't eat a dick and take that <laughs> internalized homophobia somewhere. <laughs> oh, I think that's just misogyny. I think it was a little bit of both. Maybe. I don't know. He gave me like creep vibes, but either way, like, I don't know. The whole strong male presence thing just like really grinding my gears i think we don't we i think we find out later that he's like an ex-marine or something ew yeah ew i forgot that he was even beyond this yeah he unfortunately sticks around for at least two more seasons i think Ugh. i hope something claws him up bad like a the canima or something well i could tell you but i won't don't (laughs) i'm looking forward to getting there um okay so now we are so we're in the little montage of the different parents meeting teachers and we just talked about when scott's chemistry teacher was talking to melissa and melissa's already pissed off because scott is supposed to be there because he has a below c average and all the students who are below a c were supposed to be present for parent teacher night and he is instead wandering on the woods as Um, he does yeah which I don't even know why she was wondering where the fuck he was. Melissa, he's in the woods. You know you know where he is. If Styles isn't there, he's in the woods. He's either in the woods or he's with Styles or Allison. There's those are the only three places this boy will ever be. Or work. Yeah. Except not often at work. He's like Deaton every scene, every time we see Deaton, he's calling Scott to find out where he is. Yeah. Um <clears throat> excuse me. Okay, so we have the scene with Coach and Stilinski. And first of all, how does Coach not know his name? It would be oh. on the list of students. Everybody is inept in this show. Everybody with a real job, with the exception of Melissa, is inept at yeah. what they do. I guess Deaton's a good veterinarian. Yeah. Probably. I'm sure he is when he's not doing his extracurricular stuff. That one lady teacher whose name we don't know, and I don't know if we ever see her again. She seems like she's probably a pretty good teacher. She did. She seemed like she had her shit together. Mm-hmm. Especially when she exposed Allison. Yeah. But, okay, so we haven't gotten to that, that one yet, though. Yeah. So, okay, so Coach, uh, they have a whole bit about, you named your son Styles Stalinsky, and he's like, no, that's what he goes by. Well, what mm-hmm. is his real name? And they just, they don't tell us. They show us a folder, and I'm pretty sure on the folder it says something like, it ends with E-N-I-M. Something, I can't remember what it was. I tried to remember what it said, because I can't remember what his first name is, and we're not going to tell you now, but... I can tell you it's not that. I know. (laughs) I, like, have it on the tip of my tongue. I don't know why. It seems like such an easy thing for them to not have messed up. Yeah. Like, don't don't show it at all. Well, I really feel like they didn't know what they wanted it to be exactly. They had ideas. A lot of the first season of this show is them having ideas for things Mm -hmm. and then either not following through with them immediately or forgetting about them. Right. But what name, what name could possibly end E-N-I-M? Like, I know that the fandom for a long time decided that his his first name was like Genom. G-E-N-I-M. Which I don't think is a real name. 
Let me. Uh, I got it. I'm gonna Google it again. More googling. Yeah, let's do it. No, it's not. The first thing that comes up is Gemini. Okay. Oh, uh, Genem is a pain relieving medicine. Used to treat pain, swelling, and stiffness in joint pain. Yeah, and rheumatoid arthritis. No, that's definitely not his fucking name. No. So, <laughs> so I mean, just like they could have not shown it at all. They could have shown just like one letter. Yeah. Why do that? <laughs> Knowing eventually, they had to know eventually that they would have to come up with a real name for him and it wouldn't be that. Uh, they didn't save the note, honestly, Heather. I'm pretty sure what happened is like, it's something like this, but we'll come back to it and we'll make it something interesting later. And then when they finally did it, they had completely forgotten yeah. about that scene. I don't know. I guarantee you they hadn't because people brought it up to them all the time. I know it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that um, Jeff Davis had to repeatedly say, no, no, we know what Styles' name is. We know. We know. We've known for years. But he was lying. Bullshit. <laughs> he was lying out of his <laughs> asshole. Um, um, anyway. Um, so, of course, we find out that Styles is named after his, his mom's, mom's father. Yes. Right. And it, the implication is that it's a stupid name. His coach is like, oh, you must really love your wife. And, of course... Like, something about child abuse. Yeah. <laughs> some, kind, some form of child abuse. Yeah. And then, of course, Stalinsky has to say, yes, I did, because she's dead. It's all very sad. And then also, Coach says he teaches economics, but I'm pretty sure next episode he's teaching history. No, I don't think so. Or what is it? I think it's economics. Maybe it was. I guess. They didn't go into... He just kept her... Never mind, never mind. We'll get into it the next episode. The next... Ugh. I think one of the only things that they're consistent about is that Coach teaches economics. Okay, that's fair. Um, so then we have the meeting with Jackson's parents. And that's and when he's the, throwing lacrosse into the little, like, bucket in the tree or something. Right. And we find out that Jackson's adopted, which they seem to make a big deal out of. Well, I mean, that explains his anger issues for sure. Yeah, but it just seems like they're... It, I feel like they were trying planning to do something more with that and then they never do and which it, is fine because i don't like jackson i know and i could be maybe they plan to do more with it except but then colton haynes leaves the show which yeah. was his decision i believe so well good because i was over that character yeah. so <laughs> i just i feel like the jackson being adopted thing was going to be more significant and i will talk more about that later when i yes. feel like it would have come up if he had stayed on the show um, so, like, next season? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Um, but otherwise, his parents seem like nice people. Yeah, they do. Like, they care They're about They're a shithead him. kid. So, what did they do wrong? <laughs> I don't think it's anything that they did. I think Jackson was just, like, always a little fucked up. And they seem, well, and they seem like the kind of parents who would put him in therapy. And he needs it. <laughs> You have to, for therapy to work, you have to be willing to cooperate with your therapist. And Jackson does not seem like the type to cooperate with his therapist. Which further backs my theory that the Jackson, like Jackson also feels the urge to put on this big facade and mm -hmm. be somebody that he probably really isn't the same way Lydia does too. Yeah, I agree. I think so. they do, they both do that. But I know that, I mean, I'm sure that they're... They just do it really badly and awkwardly and it just makes everybody confused around them yeah but i just feel like i'm i'm sure that therapists have had to deal with hostile 
teenagers. Well, I don't think that he's hostile. I think it's that he's just not cooperative. Like, he's not going to open up. But you just gotta keep trying. I'm sure that that, they're trained for that. They are, but like, I don't think he's going to give. And his parents, we don't know. I mean, they're pretty well off because they gave the little Mm -hmm. shithead a Porsche. But I just don't see the... Well, point blank, he's not making any progress in therapy. We don't know that. Yeah, we do. We do know that. (laughs) We know for a fact. We see it every episode. He's not in therapy. No, I mean, we don't see him in therapy, but we know that it's not working. He's not in it. Because we know he's not in therapy, so therefore it's not working. Yeah, it's not happening. You're making a good point. Good point, good point. I'm just saying. Yeah. They should have tried. They could have. I'm just saying, I don't think it would. I do not think that that boy would give in. I don't know. I guess we'll never know. We never will, and but it doesn't I just, matter. It just, they should have tried. <laughs> they should have. Um, okay. So moving on, that's pretty much it for Jackson's parents. Lydia's parents, we know they're divorced. And uh, They think that their daughter ain't shit. A, well, particularly her dad. Yeah. He just assumes that they're there to hear bad news. Mm-hmm. Which, they're not. The teacher tells them that she's like, head of her class and you know just yeah. perfect student great leader all that wonderful stuff and of course we have that um intercut with her just looking like a hot mess yeah and then getting herself together <laughs> yeah she's doing the like jennifer's body like rubbing foundation on her face mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the uh patented this woman is struggling yes <laughs> basically and then she's like i'm fine Fine, this is fine. I have my makeup on, so now everything is fine. Yes. Walls um, up. Then, um, Melissa and the Argents are like, where the fuck are our children? Well, that, first, uh, that teacher tells them that Allison skipped school. Yes. Because they think that Allison is, they're like the opposite. They think that Allison, like, can do no wrong. We know everything that's going on with our daughter. Yeah. Interesting. Well, did you know she didn't come to school today? Uh-oh. Well, I think she's... Didn't she say, I hope she's feeling better or something? And then they were like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I was paraphrasing. But yeah. But she tells that yeah, she tells them that she didn't come to school today. So then they're like, where the fuck is Allison? And Melissa has been where the fuck is Scott since mm-hmm. this all started. So um, Scott and Allison finally show up. And the Argents bump into Melissa, and they introduce themselves to each other. And then Chris gets real accusatory with Melissa, and yep. I did not appreciate his tone no. at all. I don't, I don't like the way the men talk to Melissa no. in this episode. If I could throw hands, I would have for Melissa. Um, I did make it also make a note of the ridiculous fur coat that Allison's mom is wearing. This, she gets her fashion sense from her mom. They're both like Awful. loony fucking tunes. Absolutely horrible. I just, and it's just so, it does not match Chris at all. I cannot fathom Chris Argent marrying that woman. <laughs> no, I can't imagine that woman marrying Chris Argent. No, they do not go together at that all. That was an arranged marriage. They've got their lavender wedding yeah. with their adopted-ass daughter. Uh, it, and Yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, I feel like it has to... It has to have been some kind of arranged marriage situation. It had to <laughs> have been. Wait, so we th- I think I I swear we had this whole conversation once where we came up with this elaborate headcanon where like Allison's real mother died. 
or was like not the the Archer family didn't approve of her real mother. Yeah. And then he Chris married Victoria and they just pretended that she's her mom because Victoria comes from like some other something like that. hunting family. <laughs> like you've got to make some kind of sense of this cuz it, it doesn't track. No. It doesn't. It makes no sense. Um So then there so they see Scott and Allison. And then everybody starts like freaking people out. Starts, people start panicking, which it was starting to get on my nerves. At first, mm-hmm. I know the intention was for everybody to be like, oh no, is the alpha here? Right. But it was just being really annoying because it's just like chaos. Nobody's screaming like what it actually is, which in a real situation, they'd be like, oh my god, it's a fucking mountain lion. Yeah. Spoiler alert, it's a fucking mountain lion. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, like the sheriff, somebody backs their car into the yeah. sheriff, which I'm going to get into that in the next episode because there's some stuff tied to that that really pissed me yeah, off. Me too. Okay, good. Well, we'll see if it's the same thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same thing. Um, um, yeah, so everybody's freaking out. Sheriff tries to stop whatever it is, but he gets uh, run over. Yeah, he gets backed into by a car. Uh, Scott saves Allison. Yeah, but uh, but he so he yells her name, which makes her run out in front of the car. Like she's oh. standing. <laughs> I didn't she, catch that. She was standing between two parked cars, and Scott, for some for whatever reason, sees this other car coming and freaks out and says, "Hell, Allison!" And she like startles and then runs into the street. I then didn't he saves see her. that, but that's funny. Like I'm sure this is just it was just bad editing. Like probably. Was, I'm glad that he grabbed her and went with her to safety instead of pushing her out yeah. of the way and getting hit by the car. Yeah. Because I really expected that to happen. Yeah, that's a kind of a typical thing, especially if the character is, like, special, super healing. Yeah, and then uh, and then Chris just caps it. With his gigantic handgun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was ready. And then Everybody just we find out it's a mountain lion, and that's the end of the episode. Like a really fake looking. Yeah. Oh, so fake. Dead mountain lion. So It was still breathing. But it was dying. Oh, I didn't notice. But, okay, so are we to think that this random mountain lion just re- came into the parking lot just because? Or did, like, the alpha... I definitely... Scary. I interpreted it as, like, the mountain lion was just there. It's very That's weird. So it doesn't weird. make sense. Mountain lions are not going to run into a crowd of humans. That's how I feel, but I also feel like the alpha doesn't give a fuck about hiding its tracks because it's been doing... But like, if, if to fit the premise of the entire episode, it would make sense if the if the alpha arranged that. But it just seems so dumb. I mean, I guess the other alternative could be that alpha being around scared the mountain lion. It wasn't like the alpha intentionally sent yeah. it into. Yeah, because I just feel like the alpha doesn't have it. Well, we've already established that it's a him. Yeah, we've said it like a million times. <laughs> There's so no covering that up. The alpha, we like. I feel like the alpha just does not have his shit together. He doesn't... Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Not the writers, not the characters. Nobody knows what they're doing this first season. It's just... Uh-huh. They're throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah, it's like, in any other show, this would happen, and then we would get some explanation, because somebody would say, why the fuck did this mountain lion come out here? Yeah. And it would be a thing. It would yeah. be a thing that they get into, and then somehow they'd find out, oh, it must have been scared off by the alpha being in its territory or the alpha intentionally like something but no they don't ever talk yeah about nobody's it. theorizing it it's just 
they just throw out they throw out ideas and they're like, oh, this will be cool, and then they just forget about it. And they just, didn't know what they wanted to do with this, which is why they had it be the closing shot for this episode. Yes, and that is the end of the episode. It is. So. <laughs> we did it. We did. Um, if we are gonna if we go through our little counts, we had two shirtless scenes. Yes. We had one instance of evidence of Styles being bisexual. Um, we had half a werewolf face. Yeah, but we'd already seen his, so we didn't get yeah. any new werewolf faces to no. read. Um, I don't remember anything. Any the fashion? Oh, well, I mean, we kind of talked about Lydia wearing a nightie. <laughs> just yeah. to lounge around her we room. We talked about Victoria's shitty-ass coat. Yeah. I don't really remember. We talked about the ugly Argent necklace. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't really have any other fashion to discuss that I could think of. Mm, no. Um, does that just leave rating the episode? I guess so. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? You can go first this time. Alright. So, I, like I said, did not particularly enjoy this episode. I thought the whole Scott and Allison walking around the woods for 12 hours was kind of boring. And also stupid. <laughs> Why would they do that? Um, I don't know. I think that the scene with Styles and Lydia was kind of weird. And a little, um, I don't want to say rapey, because <laughs> he didn't do anything, but there was definitely elements of it. Yeah. Um, I do, I did like the scene, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say I like, I thought the scene with Kate and Derek was good. Mm-hmm. You know, she was being disgusting and horrible, but it was an effective scene. Yes. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and just give this episode 2.75 ugly, uh, family heirloom necklaces. Okay. (laughs) Um, I did like this episode more than you, but not as much as I did before we started talking about it. Yeah. So, I think I'm just gonna give it, hmm... Let's see, what would I rate this? Mm. Three 900,000 volt <laughs> werewolf tasers. <laughs> okay. Alright, so now here is where we struggle because we're going to record another episode right after this. So do we want to talk about any other media? Or we can. We- I've <laughs> consumed enough media in the past week that I can uh I can talk about like some of it now and then some of it for the next one. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> uh, I guess I'll start with uh I watched Werewolf by Night. Oh, right. I heard about that. Uh that was actually really good. I, it's one of those things that I knew was happening and then I kept forgetting about it cuz I just like kind of didn't care. Mm-hmm. And I was like I'll watch it. So I just I'm that's how I feel about all the MCU stuff now at this point. I've just, I'll, I was excited about She-Hulk, mm-hmm. but I'll just, when now when they announce stuff, I'm like, I'll watch it, yeah. and, you know, I reserve all of my emotions and feelings for when I'm actually watching it. Yeah, there's um, there's some things that I, I'm still excited about Wakanda Forever. Oh, yeah. And Especially Namor. 
Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> so. <laughs> and but, I'm sure uh, there's other things, but I can't think of them right now. Yeah. Werewolf by Night was really good, though. Um, very fun. Um, different from Marvel. And it's super mm-hmm. cute. I like how they creatively got around the gore and the violence mm. and still incorporated it. So that was solid. Is it part of the MCU? It's Somehow? a Disney Plus show. It's a special. But is it Marvel? Mm-hmm. Because it has characters. It has Marvel horror characters in it. Okay. Like, uh, one of the characters is uh, Elsa Bloodstone. She's like a monster hunter. I've never read any of her stuff. Mm-hmm. I've never read any of the stuff from anybody who's in um, the special, but I knew of Elsa, and there's another character that I won't reveal that's in it that okay. I knew of. That you do not know about. I already know I you don't, don't know. I don't know about any of these characters. I haven't read any Marvel comics, so. Yeah. So you wouldn't have even heard of any of these. Elsa would be the only one that you would have heard of. Okay. But, um, but I haven't yeah. heard of her. So, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, either way, it's all. Uh, I heard uh, that um, they that would have that movie would have been longer, except um, Gael Garcia Bernal decided mm-hmm. he didn't want to get in the makeup anymore, and he just stopped. And they're just like, okay, I guess we're done. <laughs> I didn't know that, but I mean, good for him. Yeah, I guess. It didn't need to be any longer if they're not, I don't know what their plans for that was, but I liked it just as it was. It was short, sweet, to the point. More no complaints. Shorter than, what is it, 90 minutes or not less? 30 minutes? It might, it's under 90 minutes. I think it might be a little over an hour. Okay. Yeah, they should get, I mean, I feel like for years we've been doing the longer and longer movies, and I think, it, you know, let's go back to just the... Give me a tight 90-minute yeah. movie. Although, in the next episode, I'm going to talk about another movie that I watched last <laughs> week that was two and a half hours long and amazing. Mm, okay. Um, other than that, I watched She-Hulk. She-Hulk yeah. was uh, fantastic. Fucking fantastic. Yep, and we love... I we, We'd already talked about it, but we just really like Matt Murdock, Daredevil. Yeah, in She-Hulk. He's so I, I watched the Netflix Daredevil series, and oh, spoiler alert! Daredevil's all up in She-Hulk. Oh yeah! By this time, come on! By the time we finally get this out, people will have seen that. Or that's how I feel about it too. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. We are not a spoiler-free podcast no, for anything except for people like apparently Barbarian. <laughs> yeah. It randomly, will decide not to spoil something. Mm-hmm. But um, if you, yeah, I mean, if you make it a week without finding out that Daredevil is in She-Hulk, I mean, you just are not on the internet. Yeah. So, I think. Um, but yeah, so I watched Daredevil on Netflix, and I never really got attached to any of the characters. Like, I didn't really give a shit about No, it. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I liked it, but I wasn't, I wasn't glued. I didn't even watch the third season. I honestly cannot remember if I did or not, if that so. says anything. I can't remember if you did or not either, because I feel like if you did, I would have been like, yeah, you can tell me about it, even though I'm not watching it. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I think the second season was the season with Punisher. Yeah. Which I definitely watched. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And now I'm wondering if it's just, there's some kind of trend where I like characters more when they are guest starring on other people's shows, because I like Punisher more on Daredevil than I did on his show. (laughs) <laughs> well, I think Punisher in general just works better as a foil for other characters. Yeah. Like, I've never had any interest in the Punisher on his own, but you throw him in with anybody else, I'm like, all right. 
it's nice seeing him trying to like team up with this person who obviously does not kill. Right. I I really like John Bernthal, and I think he does a really good job playing the character. He does. But I feel like his show was very weird in his it's like messaging, which I mean that's a difficult character. Yeah, it's they just like rebranded him not too long ago in the comic books because I don't know they try to distance themselves from cops. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a difficult character to make, especially part of Marvel, part of the MCU because yeah. obviously he's just a guy who kills people. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, <laughs> and they did. I mean, obviously they did a whole lot, a whole thing in on his show about like PTSD and just you know. But also, here's the thing. The Avengers kill so many people. Yeah. So it's really just, he's more aggressive about it. And it's very much in your face. The Avengers are just like, hey, we're here to save the day. And these people are going to die because they fucked up. Yeah. But they don't like dwell on it. When the Punisher's thing is like, he's going to kill you quickly, efficiently. He's not going to like really talk to you about anything or give you a chance to redeem yourself. But the Avengers don't really do that either if you stare too hard at them. Unless you're their friend. You gotta be their friend <laughs> first and foremost. Yeah. I guess, I mean, I don't know. And Well, they match your force is also right. the thing. Yeah. It's like, if you're not trying to kill them, they won't kill you. Right. But if you up the ante, they most definitely will course correct. But, like, Captain America isn't gonna, like, break up a bar fight and, you know, end it by breaking a guy's arm no he's not he's just that's what punisher would do absolutely (laughs) he's violence first yeah the punisher is like bat batman if he was even more extra and like hurting people Mm -hmm. oh yeah well batman is well it depends on the batman too yeah so never mind let me let's (laughs) stop let me just stop while i'm ahead uh okay should we call it yeah oh wait well do you have anything that you want to talk about that you've watched I haven't watched anything else. I've just been playing Sims and watching YouTube. Okay, well, that's cool. Is it? Did you see anything on YouTube that you want to talk about? Uh, the new series. Um, oh my God, Ghost Files. Ghost Files used to be BuzzFeed Unsolved. Oh, okay. With Shane Midday and Brian Bergara. Jeez, I could. I'm like. I don't English. know any of these people, so. Oh. I couldn't help you out. I'm sorry. Well, they used to be with BuzzFeed, and they did. It's like they do a ghost haunting show, but it's more for comedy's sake than actually okay. finding ghosts. Because you know, I've never actually watched any of the other like ghost. real ghost hunter, real quote unquote ghost hunter. Did shows. you watch the supernatural spinoff ghost stuff, the web series that they did? Oh, Ghost Facers. Yeah. Yeah, I watched some of it. Okay. Um, but yeah, so like I mean, like you the. The so-called real ghost hunter shows always seem kind of fake. Mm-hmm. Like you, they're probably making shit up. Yeah, and like making up evidence, and they always act like shocked and like every. These guys are not going to make up any evidence. Like there's never. Yeah, <laughs> they're not going to see anything because ghosts aren't real. Fair enough. But it's funny, and Ryan believes in ghosts, so he's always mm-hmm. terrified everywhere they go. And Shane does not believe in ghosts, so mm-hmm. he doesn't give a shit. He's like, I'm just in an empty room. I'm just in a, the okay. dark, a dark, empty room. It's funny. <laughs> I would recommend it. <laughs> well, to piggyback off of that, 
one of the movies that I watched is this movie on um, the horror streaming service Shudder. Uh, it's called Deadstream, and it's about a disgraced sh- live streamer or what are they called? Social media influencer. Hmm. He's like a uh, Logan Paul or whatever, and he is for his big like comeback episode. He goes into this haunted house to like because he's finally like monetized again and everything and. He's apologized. He did his big apology video uh-huh. and all of this stuff, and now he's like back. And it's like I think it's like Ryan gets scared or something. He normally his whole brand is that he does these things that are really scary that scare the shit out of him. And so he goes into this like well known haunted house, and he just has to spend the night there. Mm-hmm. And the caveat is that anytime he hears a noise or something crazy happens the audience has to make him well not make him but tell him he has to check it out otherwise he does not get paid (laughs) and so it just goes from there and it was like really good it's very cheesy and it's got lots of practical effects and i really liked it and that's on shutter yes is that a subscription or can anybody it is a subscription service i don't have it but it was fun can i use yours it's andrew's but i'm sure you can he won't care i can give it to you and this is, so it's like ghost scary or like gory scary? There is, it's ghosts, but they're like demons. And it's like, can you handle like Evil Dead and Army of Darkness level of gore and stuff? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say because those are so stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, like the effects are not going to scare you. They're like, it's very low budget. So okay. it's not overly gory. Um I think you'll be fine. All right. Because I got to start coming up with some new scary movies to watch. Because, okay. you know, tis the season. Yeah. I guess we should watch Hocus Pocus 2 oh, at yeah. some point. Ugh. I just don't care. I don't I know like Hocus Pocus as much as everybody else does. I mean, I love Hocus Pocus, but I don't need a sequel. Nobody needed a sequel. No. But I it's guess a lot like, of people you know, wanted It's one. like lightning in a bottle. One of those just classic movies. Yeah. For whatever reason, it's just fun, and you just can't get that again. I mean, I really liked it. It just does not have a chokehold on me like everybody else. Well, and... When was the last time you watched Hocus Pocus? Last year, probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's love, been even longer for I have, me. It's like, when, like I have certain Christmas movies I watch every year, and I have Hocus Pocus. No, that makes sense. I'm not judging. <laughs> I'm just curious to gauge. Like, I like to ask people how much they really... Because I know we all talk about how much we love certain things. Yeah like as a collective but i'm really curious to see is like how about that life are you and then i judge accordingly <laughs> and i don't it's just because it's it's campy i think it's it's campy. it's fun i <laughs> i will never knock hocus pocus i like it i just don't like it as much as everybody else does yeah. and it makes me feel like <laughs> i don't know not quite that i'm lying to people but i'm just like uh i mean it's it's fun i can quote a couple things it's just one of the, it just puts you it's in the fun. Halloween spirit, I guess. It does. And it's nice because it's like, because I feel like Halloween, there's spooky, mm-hmm. like the spooky vibe, and there's actually scared. Yeah. Which are two different things. Like, I want to get true. in the Halloween spirit. Yeah, you're like, focused. I'm trying to have some Nightmare Before Christmas, but you're probably not going to wa- want to watch the movie that I'm talking about in our next episode. Okay. That I've seen that I love. So <laughs> Is I, it a new movie? Oh yeah, it came out last week. I will talk all about it 
in the next episode. Okay, stay tuned, everyone. All right. Um, so we're done for this one? Yep, sounds good. All right, well, thanks again, everybody, and we'll... See you next time. Which, for us, is going to be about 10 minutes, yeah. probably. So, okay, bye! Bye!